everybody i'm chad eckert and that's eric martins and together we are the fantasy golf pod join us live each wednesday we'll be here for you cracking beers and clicking names cheers quag cheers mm. this beer tastes delicious today on this 90 degree day holy buckets it's 90 it's so hot out i was showing houses it felt like july it's 50 oh well, we're uh we're missing our <laughs> co-host the producer of the podcast because he's out in the sun playing golf somewhere some course is open he's found it he's got a tea time maybe he'll join us live and smash a drive right here on the broadcast be kind of fun yeah uh we are the winning golf podcast i keep continuing to get lucky did you see my lineups last week quag i did yeah which turned out great i um put thousand dollars at risk and got it back so that was a win um, and then also profited another $750. So guess what, <laughs> Quagnus? For the rest, uh, for the next major, which is the PGA Championship, is that right? It's coming up. It's the end of uh, May, I believe. Yes. Uh, that, we will do 150 entries into the $5 Drive the Green, and we're going to try to win a hashtag real mega profit. Hey, our guy mm-hmm. Dustin's in the chat. Air Guitar Nation, that's right. Dustin's been with us forever. We're just always doing the air guitar because that's Quagnus on the intro song. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Dustin, and chatting along. You can chat along. You could be on YouTube each Wednesday, and you can like and subscribe and rate and review and find us on iTunes. And we are finding us looking at the RBC Heritage DraftKings board. Wah, 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 wah. John Rom, it's the third elevated event out of four. Is, is that your understanding? I, I actually don't know. I, I could just tell it was an elevated event by opening this thing up. It's like, oh, it's the Masters again. <laughs> yeah, but do they care as much about Hilton Head as they do Augusta National? I'm not positive about that, but there is the defending champion there at the tippity tip top. He's $11,100. You've got four or five guys over 10K, including Scotty Scheffler. He's 11. You've got Spieth, 10-4, and Cantlay, 10-3. And then Morikawa rounds out the 10K range. Quagnus, did you start your lineup in the 10K range? Have you made a lineup? I did make a lineup. It's, it's a John Rahm lineup? It's a very quagnus lineup. No, it does not use John Rahm. Okay, so then did you hit the 10K range like our guy Sweet Spot DFS says to do? you got to go with the 10, 9, 8, 7, 7, 6. Did you build that way? Let's see here. I went – I did 10, 8, 8. Oh, okay. I haven't decided actually what I'm going to do. I've been a little bit busy. There's you know, that money – Dude, the Easter holiday kind of kind of screws things up. You got the Masters, which then involves a lot of energy and uh, extra work or whatever last week. So then you kind of feel like Monday you need to really uh, depress or degre- whatever it is. Uh, unwind. You know, yeah, unwind after the major. It's tough, dude. And then I had my family in town, so my sister's in town. So we're at the zoo on Monday, and then I've got showings to do today, and I got the stuff to do yesterday. So I haven't had a ton of time to research now. I was the guest on a podcast last night. Did you see that program? The, I haven't uh, watched it yet. I'll listen to it later. Yeah, they're on YouTube. Read the Green, I think it's called. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a guy named Mike. He's from Edina. He lives in Edina, actually, in Minnesota. Wow. So I met him for coffee one time. He's going to play in our DFS Open. Nice. So uh, four, well, that, that would be eight tee times are now taken up out of the 20. If you're not aware, 
Nice. We are going to resurrect the DFS Open. It's going to be at the end of July. It's going to be on the 29th of July. The third round of the 3M Open is played that day. And we're going to play some golf in the morning at Brookview in Golden Valley. And we're going to drive up to Blaine after our round is over. We're going to drink as many beers as possible. And we're going to follow Sungjae. Hopefully he's in the 3M Open this year. And we're going to be live, rowdy, on scene. Sound fun? My first PGA event ever. Oh, Cool. Well, I only have been to practice rounds. I've not, I don't even know if I've wanted to go to a PGA tour event. It's right. Right. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll try it out. Maybe we'll run into the leaders as they're finishing their third round and going into Sunday. So that'll be the end of July. If you're interested in playing in the DFS open North, we're calling it. There are times, uh, tea times available to reserve. So hit me up, DM me. And also, if you want one of those cool T-shirts that we ordered, you can DM me as well. Everyone who DM'd me asking for a T-shirt was sent one. Nice. <laughs> can you believe that? No, you're good about that. I know. Uh, if you want one, you can have one. Imagine that. But anyway, so you uh, are in the 10K range. I, I wasn't listening. You said you made a Quagnus-type lineup. Does that mean it's Spieth starting it? You got it. And you're not worried about his quotes this week? Have you heard what he said? Oh, no. What did he say? I am worried about some of these guys that did well last week, just kind of intentionally missing the cut. So there is some concern there. But what did he say? Spieth said that he is playing too much golf. And that <laughs> he's, very, he's fatigued uh, and that he's going to have to rework his schedule for next season so that he doesn't run into the wall. That is eight weeks or eight events in 10 weeks or something like that that he's played. He just says that that's too much on his pampered body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Can you imagine? All right, whatever. It's fine because not la last year this is the defending champion. So uh, something about Hilton Head is suits Spieth's game. But at 10-4, uh, in the fatigue factor, I think I'm going to skip him. I have lineups starting with two different – no, yeah, two different people technically. Okay. Oh, actually three. So I can't I can't narrow – I can't figure it out. Do, uh, do I want to start with Morikawa at $10,000? Or, or do I want to skip the 10K range and start with Cam Young at $9,600? Or do I want to pepper the 8K range and I want to go more balanced and start with Homa, actually, as my first click? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. I mean, like, you're, you're a big Morikawa fan. So we do. No, I am. And uh, what's funny about Morikawa is that he's more than, it's overdue at this point to do something. Right. Uh, it's been since the Open Championship a year ago. We're talking almost two full years since he's won a tournament on the PGA Tour after being declared the next Tiger after winning two majors right. in a stretch of 16 months or whatever it was. So Morikawa feels like that you get the savings there. Uh, it feels like a course that he should have good uh, abilities to conquer. So then do you go 10K range? But that's the, the problem with me dude is that a lot of people are doing that so i haven't had ownership projections from my guy brick 75 so i use brick 75.com and it's a dude that puts them out and he's pretty accurate um but for now i'll show you what i have calculated and it is on our discord channel oh shit <laughs> uh there's people chatting brian oh. Kirshner, what's uh what's oh you how's it going chad glad your wife didn't divorce you <laughs> uh jury's still out Sup, Brian? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hello. I know uh, there's no producer here, so I'm not even paying attention to the chat. <laughs> so I just looked over and realized that, holy crap, there's a bunch of people chatting. 
Uh, either way, we're on YouTube. We're showing the screen, and it is the Discord uh, ownership. Colin Morikawa, bro, is the second most owned. Can you believe what? that? Wow. I, know. I don't know. Are people <laughs> thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, no, no, people aren't thinking what you're thinking because you're crazy, but I don't know what they're thinking. Right? So then you have Colin Morikawa just below Patrick Cantlay as the two chalk names in the 10K range, and it's like, should I start with that? And then I'm talking about starting with Cameron Young, and he's 17.8% calculated ownership right now. So I'm not really getting any different there. Uh, but I did, you know, I like Coma, and he's only 14%. So maybe I do that pepper the AK range because I really do like to pepper the AK range. It's one of my things to say. It is. Um, shoot. Okay, so then let's just pretend I start with Morikawa since we want to do the 10, 9, 8, 7, 7, 6. So then, okay, well, I can get them all. Why don't I just go with Cam Young also? And maybe if I don't want Homa, can I afford Homa? No. You know who I really like in the 8K range? Maybe you have him in your lineup. I do. Tyrrell Hatton? Oh, I should have him, actually. Maybe I'll get off Shane Lowry and take Tyrrell Hatton. Oh, well, everybody likes Shane Lowry. I've um, listened to a couple podcasts that talk about betting, and they've bet Shane Lowry. They've bet oh. Sung J.M. People are on my boy Sung J.M. I mm. feel like if anybody has the fatigue factor, it's Sung J. Talked about it with my guy, Mike, last night on the Read the Green pod. Link in the description. So if you want to go check that pod out. Talked some strategy, too, and what's been successful for me this season. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm not positive I want to go in and on the chalk Sungjae if I feel like he's been fatigued as well. He's got 14 or 15 made cuts this season, it shows. But at the same time, I watched every single shot at the Masters for Sungjae, and it felt like a little bit of fatigue is going to happen. Yeah, and playing in the out of the rain, getting up at early in the morning, having a tiger in your tea time at the Masters at Saturday, and then he withdrew <laughs> on you. Like, there's a lot of factors in the life of Sungjae uh, that if he's going to get to chalk and he's eighty six hundred dollars, and you can get a hundred dollars more for Sam Burns, or two hundred for or no, three hundred for JT. Uh, I, as much as I love Sungjae, I mean, I, you know, we we want to play our brands, but don't we know our brands better than anybody else out there. We do. We love our brands. And that's why I'm taking JT. He's the free square of the week. In my opinion, at 8,900, don't you, we were saying that it's kind of a crazy price. Yeah. But the crazy results and the shit at masters and he's just not the same JT as he has been the last 10 seasons on tour. You'd see it at the Sony right out the gate. JT, he's someone doing something early in the season. You see him show up at Waste Management, maybe, or you see him show up at the Players, or you see him show up at the Genesis, or you see him show up uh, somewhere else that he that we've gotten to now. It's April 12th, bro, and JT has not been showing up per usual. Does that mean he's going to pull the speed this week and he's going to miss the cut at the Masters and come here focused and try to put it all together? Sure. Yeah. But – <laughs> Didn't we see more from Spieth and wasn't it such a devastating miscut and such a weird thing? Whereas JT, that wasn't so weird to me that he missed the cut. Right. And yeah, you just said, I, I kind of like the fact that he didn't have to endure the grueling third and third round. You know, he was out of there. Now he's been relaxing in Harbortown and who knows? I don't know. 
No, no, you're right. No, the, the price is there for the free square. And we've seen this before from him at a specific event. It was like the Bridgestone a couple of years ago where he was 30 to 1, 8,800, and he ended up winning the event. We've seen this before from JT. I have witnessed it with my own eyes. He's been in an interview with Amanda Bellianos after the round where he shot, you know, he was like minus six, the winner's minus 10. He's in there before everybody else finishes, and he's just there to, you know, do the quick interview. And he is mad and angry and has angst and does want to perform each and every week and has the ability to win each and every tournament that he enters. And he's the DJ where he has consecutive years of winning on tour. So he's trying to do this over and over and over. He's so consistent. So there is this dip. Do you buy the dip? It sounds like you're buying the dip. You're starting with speed. You're doing the speed JT routine for the two friends. I know. Is that, I thought after I did that, it looked a little, uh, looked a little strange to me. Like that's not really actually going to happen. Is it? (laughs) Why not? I like yeah, it. I, I, I could see it happening. I mean, it's, uh, they're both very, very talented. And in this field, it's like anybody could, if you put everybody at 8,300, you could almost put one of these two names in your lineup and they could, you could fall on them. Right. So then, okay, you didn't use uh, anybody else. In, or no, you're peppering the AK range. So you used two names. You said you were going to use Lowry. Yeah, I was going to use Lowry. He, he shows up Why? in my model. Why? You made a model? <laughs> I made a model. What kind of model would you be making? It's just recent form, and I've said this all all year long, and I've been actually pretty successful this year. It's just it's just recent form and course history, and I put more emphasis on recent form. He's uh, what is he number? Shane Lowry's number two in the model behind Jordan Spieth. He likes Whoa. it here. He's been playing well. I like that combination okay. along with his price. And you know me, I don't care what his ownership is because it doesn't matter. Do you uh do you know about a guy named uh, Mike Miller? I do. Smart golf smartgolfbets.com. Right? Smartgolfbets.com allows you access for free to course form and recent form. It doesn't give you the details of that, but it just gives you the placing and how they've done here overall and yes, you are correct. Shane Lowry on his course history is a third and ninth and a third. That's pretty decent. And he hasn't missed yeah. a cut since 9 weeks ago. I don't know where that was or what that was. It's- long time ago oh okay lowry i don't know you can get around a uh, track with water is this a water course kind of thing i think a little bit yeah it's because we're at the coastal carolina coast why are you worried about lowry hitting in the water no he likes that he's done well at the honda before i'm giving you uh reasons to click him yeah okay so you started (laughs) those three um now where did i go okay so then you left with 7446 or 7466 for your last three clicks. Mm-hmm. You got to go into the 7K range now and you probably have to consider okay, you got Fowler at $7600 in your life? Oof. I took Kucher instead of Fowler. So 7700 Kucher, course horse. And he's back. Well, they don't call you Chalk Donkey Quagnus Martins or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like Kucher is the most owned in the 7K range. <laughs> nice. By far. Yeah. He's at seven, He's at 16.2%. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, he's good here. Wait, has he been good here? What does Smart, uh, Smart Golf Bet say? He has been good here. He has a third last year, a top 20 the year before. 41st, another runner-up finish here. 23rd, 11th, 9th, 5th, a win here in 2014. Mm-hmm. 35th before that a third two weeks ago at some event 
Oh yeah, god, he's underpriced. Is that a free square? I'm taking all the free squares. That might be another free square. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, check this out, dude. Check this out. Hold okay. On. Josh didn't do this last week because we were doing the fun pod, but I did. Oh, you got a free square, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> if you're on Love YouTube, that. you can see a square spinning around with a check mark. Yeah. <laughs> free square. JT, free square. Lowry, free square. <laughs> I don't know. Is that dumb? No, that's fun. Uh, what else should we talk about? Do you want to fill the rest of your lineup in so we can yeah. get you done with? I bet, you, and I bet you can. I bet you can fill it out, the last two names. Hoagie. Poston. Poston. Webb. He's back. Webb? Over Hoagie? Back. What? I didn't even look, didn't even look at Hoagie. Webb's back. We said this. Oh my gosh, Webb has a win here two, three years ago. He's a top 10 two years ago. Was this the Webb Simpson Open or is that the Wyndham? I think that's the Wyndham, but this could, you know, falls into. Oh, yeah, don't pick Hoagie. Hoagie sucks here. He's had a miscut, 25th miscut, miscut, 55th. So Hoagie sucks bad. But we got Webb Simpson, who a couple weeks ago did well. So, yeah, maybe he is back. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So you got Kucher and Webb in your lineup? That's craziness. I, I think and then Poston is also great. very chalky. My God, is you he? were just you were just <laughs> eating the chalk. Let's go back to the uh, ownership spreadsheet. So this can be found on our Discord, except for it can't right now because I forgot to upload it. Whoops, uh, <laughs> but I will. Uh, okay, and then I separate it by seven K range. Mm-hmm. JT Look Poston is there. Kucher is there. I mean, does ownership awesome. really matter when we really know that it's a, ownership is like a power rankings for the week? Right. Lowry's there. Who else did you take? Jordan. Oh, actually, Jordan's your Jordan's your pivot. Jordan's my pivot. Why? My old people look like at this speed? though. Why wouldn't now? Okay, you can see that this is fan share. This is fantasy national. This is C H. Is am I showing the screen? This is C H E for Chi for Chad H Eckert. That I have just in that 20.25. I don't know. Okay. People are fucking confused because now <laughs> that's why I don't even want to give you this information because we're waiting for a real expert, this brick guy, to kind of come in and go, this guy's way off and this guy's way off even more. Mm. But uh, we'll do that and we'll show you that on our Discord channel in a minute. Yeah. If I have time. But if I don't have time, don't worry about it because ownership's not going to affect you. It's actually going to make you think thoughts and do things that you shouldn't do. And you should just click the chalk. Quags is clicking and enjoy yourself a nice lineup of free yeah. squares. Yeah. Okay. So, no, we haven't heard from our friend Josh, who's somewhere on a golf course. So, he said he was going to call in. Maybe he got a little too tipsy. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, it is really nice out today. And he probably doesn't know that we started an hour early. Okay. So I got two lineups, one with Kawa to start, like I mentioned. And I got one with Homa. I got one with Cam. And, see, I don't know if I want to use JT. I think I want to be the guy that's like, listen, there's a reason he's $8,900 and he's not the most popular name. It's because he's not that good lately. So um, I know it's weird, okay. but I'm going to go with Morikawa. Here's what I th- I think this is more the GPP because I we've been giving away our league lineup, which I mean, you and I are in a battle. 
Right. So are you taking all that chalk and putting it in the league lineup? I don't know. I'll probably make that decision. Probably. I like this lineup. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a lineup, but I have a lineup and this one might not make it in because I don't know if I'm going to go up. I think I'm going to start the segment here because we're starting a new segment in our league and it's about six or seven weeks before we get the next payout. And you want to just not shoot yourself too hard in the foot. It is nice right. to win a week or have a guy that no one else has and have him go off. But when you have a guy that no one else has and he sucks badly, then it's even it's way worse. So really what right. we're trying to do is you're trying to play a cash type lineup, especially week one of a seven week segment. So I might not use more coward to start. I might skip down and I might actually eat that JT chalk free square. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But for a GPP lineup, this is the one I really like. I like Kawa Burns. Okay. That's my start. But then I'm Burns. also able to get some M in that lineup. And then I'm also <laughs> able to get my Hatton. So I'm really peppering the AK range, but I'm also using a 10K guy to start. How about that? I like this. I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing too many drafting point upside ability FPPG fantasy points per game. I don't think I'm doing that with these 8K names. These could easily have been in the 9K and, or we don't really know how much they got to price people. So whenever I get this core to start and then I'm left with 7250, which isn't so bad, especially when there is guys in this seven, look at this seven K range. Like you have, you have a, I mean, oh my God, you get all the way to the top. You got all these names. Keegan's great. Connors is great. Henley's been great. Kucher's great. Rose won. Fowler's been great. Uh, Siwoo Kim likes Pete Dye. You got uh, Wyndham Clark, probably the one that I'm like, okay, so he's going to get the least amount of ownership. And then you got this run of 75K names and 7,500 for Montgomery, Kirk, Mitchell, Woodland. How are you going to choose there? But you got to choose Monty, don't you? For your brand, absolutely. Because he got some rest. We know that he likes Bermuda, so I like Montgomery. I'm torn, though, because, like, what the problem is is that I like everybody, and the soft pricing (laughs) makes you feel – yeah, and then you make – the soft price is like, great price. Oh, great price. I got to make more lines. Yeah, no, I got to make more lines. But, yeah, so that leaves me 7,000, and I've got Montgomery. Now, I could easily use Kirk. That feels very safe, which then makes me nervous because Kirk, um, if you look at his the spreadsheet from Smart Golf Bets, he's played three weeks in a row in contention uh, two weeks ago, and then at the Masters was you know grinding it out. So I mean, like I think he could he could feel the fatigue after a win of seven weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he's missed a cut and finished seventh in the last two years here. So it's a mixed bag for results at this course. Granted. He's a better player than he was a couple years ago. But yeah. either way, so Chris Kirk, you could easily add in instead of Montgomery, but I'm a Montgomery fan. Or you could go up to uh, Fowler, who I'm into, who I actually had in my like first initial lineup because I'm like, Fowler's only $7,600, but it's actually probably priced appropriately. Now, uh, what really does help me is I price the players ahead of time so that once the pricing comes out, I can say, oh, that guy's really underpriced in my beer gut brain, or they're not. And I had... Uh, Fowler at $7,800. So that didn't, that's not too far off. Whereas right. I had Kirk at $7,600, Montgomery at $7,500. So you can follow me right. on Twitter at Edina Realtor. You can see these things on usually Sunday nights if I get time. Uh, but that, so then that's a fair price for Fowler. So anyway, so 
I'm going Monty. But that leaves me the option of going down to the low 7Ks, which gives me like a Svensson or a Stevens. Do you like the Sam Stevens character? 7,000? Yeah. We were talking about before we went on. Samuel Stevens. How, how yeah. could he be bad? He's had, <laughs> uh, what was the second and a third of his last two events? Yep. Yeah, so how could he be bad? Well, he's never played here. And this event actually uh, is hilariously deeper of a field than the two events that he had a five and a, th- or a second and a third. Either way, so right. uh, I may not eat the Stevens chalk there. So he's chalk. Uh, if you, what'd you say? He's chalk. Uh, Sam Stevens. I closed the ownership spreadsheet. Thanks. <laughs> Great. Oh, you want me to open it again? No, I mean if he's. But we don't know because I'm using FanShare no. and I'm using Fantasy National, and they both are garbage sites. So <laughs> it's just right 7, down the there. Stam Stevens, I have him at 3%, and he's coming in at 3.4 collective average. So okay. one of the sites, bro, this is why I say that. I'm not trying to be mean to these people that give me access to their site or whatever. Like, I'm just telling the facts. Like, uh, be better, play better or whatever, and then I'll give you credit for that. But it's like one of the sites has Stam Stevens at 1.23%, and one of them has it at 6 So there's a 5 a little less than 5% difference between the two sites on what this dude will be owned. 5% difference on a $7,000 guy? That that basically equates to then whoever is projecting ownership is wasting their time. I'm calculating the spreadsheet, and I'm doing the ownership each week, and I am knowing that this is a waste of time. Because this actually, first of all, doesn't matter because there's no real leverage off ownership. But then you try to factor in the calculated ownership and the calculations are so wrong that you're doing yourself a disservice. So, <laughs> sorry. What was I saying? Oh, uh, going into the seven K range, you can, you could do that or you go down to the 6,900, you leave a hundred dollars on the table and you end up with this guy, Ben Griffin. And he likes Bermuda and he is 6,900 and he's someone that I think is better than people know about yet. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go GPP style, you get a little bit of this young energy mixed with the veteran names. Now, <sighs> GPP, you got to kind of get different. And M is maybe too chalky. Hatton's maybe too chalky. And then you can start maybe tweaking this out and you can start manipulating. And maybe you don't want to start in the 10K range and you want to go a little bit differently. And you want to go with this. Cam Young, Max Homa, Hatton. So this is the problem. And then I'm like, wow, I really love that because I don't have to eat the Sungjae fatigue and I can take Cam Young with the Webb Simpson on the bag. Ooh, I love that. Uh, or then I'm like, this doesn't work for me. I don't trust this. This is too This is too risky. So then I start thinking in my head, like, maybe I should do the free squares and I should just take JT for 8,900. Like, what am I doing? And then it allows me or wait, no, see, I went more <laughs> conservative, more balanced. So I go Homa, Burns, JT, Hatton, and that leaves me 75-50, and then I can be just smart. So this Kirk feels like Fowler. my league lineup where I've got Homa, Burns, JT, Hatton, Kirk, and Fowler. Okay. Which, uh, honestly, like, <laughs> it's too it's safe, you know? Like, this is kind of a double-up lineup. Right. Uh, which this week, I honestly think that 
what I've been told about Hilton Head and the way that the course is, is that any it brings in a lot of different skill sets and that the bombers can't just bomb it and win or the you know putters don't have an enormous advantage or whatever. There's certain weeks that you can say like, oh, well, no, you don't even have a chance. Why are you showing up? I mean, top 25 pays a lot of money, but you don't have a chance to win. Whereas this week, anybody can win. So that makes me think that maybe you should start and you could try the Rom or the Scheffler to start your lineup because not a lot of people are. Or it looks like they aren't. And then you just pepper the 6K range that has some names, dude. Look at the name value. Like I mentioned before, you got uh, Ben Griffin is there. That's who I like. I love Herbert. We know Lucas Herbert. Yep. Shanks played well. You have Smalley, who I like. Putnam is somehow $6,700. And he's playing really well lately, like within the last six months, too. So those feel like free squares a little bit. And then EVR, someone that would pop in Josh's model if he had run the model this week. He will because he plays well at this course. And then I like Ben Taylor even. Like he's kind of sneaky on a Bermuda short track. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the names kind of in the 6K range. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I think that's great. And I mean, and then if you really want to get weird, Jim Furyk's down here and he loves this course. Jimbo? I'm if yeah. I do, if I'm gonna make a couple GPP lineups, he's going in one of them. Jimbo and Els. Do you think Ernie Els needs to be in this event? <laughs> I, I don't. I, no, I, I can only do no. one. <laughs> the fact that Ernie Els and Jim Furyk are, are actively in this event is hilarious, and it's like it is. this is an elevated event on tour, and you have you have to fill it with Furyk and Els. Yeah, that is kind of strange, actually. What the fuck? Why not add that guy that was the low amp last week? What are we doing here? Yeah. Either way, uh, <laughs> the whole thing is really stupid. That's Furyk here, but whatever. I don't know if I can play Furyk anymore. He hasn't made a cut since 2018. You can't play Furyk. And the fact that he's 6200 he's $200 overpriced. <laughs> I was like, nice. Elves is $6,100? Well, how did they find the 100 Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, it makes no sense. So uh, those are the names and the reasons this week. I didn't really prepare much. Do you have uh, – I mean, I'm, I'm sad that we didn't get an appearance from Jish, although we were really early, so maybe that screwed him up. That's what I said. It's definitely what screwed him up. Oh, Rising Fire Bets is in here. He says, hello, boys. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's uh, go on his pod apparently this week. He wants to know who the 6K golfer is this week. I just said it. It was uh, Ben Griffin. I have him in my lineups. I like Ben Griffey, $6,900. It's kind of a, a, a weak 6K name to stick your hat on. How about Ben Taylor? We'll go Ben and Ben. Or Ben Ben. Um, what did I say? I said, oh, uh, the free square in the 6K range is obviously Putnam. This feels like a Putnam course because he's not a bomber by any means, and he can get hot with the putter. Yeah. And Herbert? Herbert likes Bermuda. Two top tens. I don't know anything about Herbert. <laughs> but I just like him because he won a bet for me last summer or whenever I had my baby. Oh yeah. Um, yo yo yo, it's uh, Sweet Spot DFS has information. It's not filled with those players. They all qualified. They overfilled the event by twelve people. How did Els qualify? I don't know enough. We're not experts, as you might know. Uh. <laughs> okay, so should we go back through the pricing one more time and uh, make a lineup, or are we done? It's thirty minutes. Yeah, I think I think we gave our lineups. Yeah. Well, what if you? 
what if you thought you needed to go with Rom or Scheffler? Would you think Rom is playing good and you just go with him or is Scheffler? Because I think Scheffler could show up. Yeah, and Scheffler, yeah, he's never played here too. So we don't, that's a question mark. I could see that. Rom just coming off a win. Who? I mean, is he going to win? He's got a win for you at 11,100. That's why you're yeah. clicking these guys. Yeah. That's why I, I do really think that if it was like a, a tough track with like hard driving and scoring and whatever, it's Hilton head. I mean, who's won here? Like the most plotter plotters for Cooch. Stuart right. Sink won. CT Pan won. Satoshi Kadira won. Furix won. Wes Bryan actually won this event. Webb yeah. Simpson, the plotter himself. So <laughs> do you really need to be a bomber? Now, granted, those fields were much different fields, and there wasn't many bombers in those fields the week after the Masters, but I don't know. Right. That's true. So I feel like you need to pepper the AK range, and maybe you do take the free squares, and you take the uh, Bermuda Birds character. You take Sungjae on a Bermuda short track. You got Lowry and Hatton, and then you're left with 73, and then get Poston, that who you like. Everybody likes Poston. I heard about him a lot. Yeah, he's back. Um, that's about all I had for my, in my notes. I didn't have any notes. Oh, uh, <laughs> we did talk about the DFS open. We're doing that at the end of July. So if you're interested in getting a tea time for that. Oh, LOLs. You guys got it. Oh, Josh is too drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He probably, he making content while you play golf is annoying. I I've done it a lot and yeah. I've done it in front of like adults too. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, Smart Golf Bats, uh, Sweet Spot DFS. Follow us on Twitter. He's Quagnus. I'm Edina Realchi. Uh, Discord, where you'll have more accurate ownership projections here shortly, potentially. Should we check with Brick to see if he had it? Yeah. Brick likes to wait because he's smart. Whereas right. these other websites just give bad information early because they're like, no, we just want to <laughs> give it out. And it's like, well, it's horrible information. Like, might as well just not even give it. That's hilarious. Damn. Um, okay. Oh, next week, dude, it's the team event. Oh, and God. As far as I've heard, everybody's skipping and they're not doing content. So we may be the only podcast that does anything. Is the team, but are they going to, is DraftKings going to? Well, they did last year. Oh, Remember they did. They put it. They put the teams at the same price, and you only had to, you only could oh, click yeah. one. That's right. That is fun. Yeah. So we'll be back here next Wednesday talking about the names and the reasons for the team event, and that's Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. And then I'm guessing there is soon going to be a live event, and I'm a live expert. I got second place in that GPP. Oh, should yeah. we talk about how I win money? Yeah. Quick? And how I did that? Yes. Dude, last week, do you remember? I was like. Listen, I'm putting $1,000 in, but I really don't really want to win any money. I just want to win $1,001. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was, I did, I did that. I, at one point I had enough to, or I had a sweat of like, could be three to 2,800 or so. Or like, I was thinking like if two things went right and one thing went the other way, I could right. actually make a profit for real. But at no point did I think I was going to ever lose more than like a hundred dollars. So at one point I was like, Dude, I've I've made it to the weekend and it's Saturday afternoon and I've got, you know, fifteen hundred dollars and it's going up and down from thirteen to seventeen to fifteen. And I'm like, I'm not going down to nine hundred. So I'm I'm winning my money back. So this is it was great. So I I it's a hundred percent contest selection. And 
that's obvious, right? Right. And you didn't the way you didn't I argued it. argued with Darbo about the best use of one hundred dollars. Now, I did get lucky with my single entry lineup. Like lucky meaning I clicked good names, and it was lucky that I did that, and then I put that in the right contest. Mm-hmm. But uh, it you have to do both. You can either try to go for insane and not even care what your lineup is and you put it in just some lottery or you like consider your lineup and think about who you like. And then you want to put that somewhere that it can actually achieve something. So I chose to use my $100 instead of in the Millie maker or against 3000 people. I decided to use it just against 111 people, which I think that's the best strategy because you only, you can, make mistakes and there isn't someone with a lineup that's just like fuck 25 cents because in the quarter arcade there's yeah that's all of the lineups are like that so the, the, i really think that the 100 entries and the, we've been told this that the higher stakes is actually easier to win because you got conservative people and there's usually less entries into those either way i did that and was happy about that so got lucky with the 100 dollars use that wisely, but it really came down to how I built my lineups in the contests that I entered. So when I was talking about it last week, I have a $33 single entry, but they're not all the same in terms of payouts and how you build it. So I really think you need to concentrate on where you're entering, what kind of lineup. And that's obvious shit. That's from zero day, day zero, but that's, I didn't chase stupid shit that I would have normally done in the past and blown the $100 or, and then tried to get risky with something for no reason. And if you looked at my player pool, I did pretty much use everybody because (laughs) I wanted I wanted outs here and there. And so I have learned if you look at the player pool, I use too many of the six K name Svensson or whatever. Mm. Yeah. So I didn't need to do that. Like I, I was convicted. I had a conviction on Svensson. So I wanted to go uh, more on Svensson, which I don't think I needed to do that. And if I didn't do that and I were to spray it around, I probably would have sprayed one on Phil. I would have found Phil. I would have found a couple other random, uh, I would have used Mac Hughes or I would use JT Poston or a couple lineups. And one of those could have actually resulted in like winning the whole thing. Whereas the Svensson lineups automatically he was DFL. So I did 25 out of 119 lineups mm-hmm. or whatever. I did 25 on Svensson and that was like, I only needed to do like 15 or whatever. And then I could have 10 randoms. And then it's what sweet spot DFS has said is very true. The six K name does not matter. You need one to win one of those giant GPPs, but it really doesn't matter who it is. So you should not fall in love with one, especially if you're building over a hundred lineups, don't care who the fuck they are. Like I thought thoughts. So, (laughs) Oh, uh, Darbo's rule of thumb is 4% exposure on six K golfers at most, which is crazy that I went 20% on Spencer. Yeah. (laughs) Which I got, like, had that been Svensson was Phil for the week? Oh, God, I'd have been laughing and loving that. But the odds of that happening are hilariously low compared to you predicting the 8K guy to perform. So just be careful about the 6K range when you're making your player pools. Um, again, 
We will be back next week, and hopefully Josh will be here. We're going to play some golf at the end of July, so if you're interested in that, call – or not call, text, DM, whatever it is, find out more information. I'll probably do a post once it gets closer to July because it's only April. But anyway, it's reserved, so there you go. Quagnus has got to go pick up his daughter or something. Yeah. So that's why we did it a little early today. So thanks for watching. You're the thanks. best. Peace out. Goodbye.